Hey there, welcome back to Heaven's World, where we will be discussing today the deep depths of healing your inner child. So from the conversations I've been having lately with um, different people about finding out um, how to heal your inner child, we got on the subject of, okay, let's dig a little deeper. So I said, you know what? What about finding out the exact age you experienced your very first traumatic experience as a child and see if that's the root? You know, let's see if finding out the age is how we can find out how we are functioning as an adult mentally today, especially because we all need healing. Nobody is exempt from healing. Nobody... um, no one's exempt from it. Everyone needs to heal. We have a lot besides our generational curses, you know, um, we have a lot of things that we have to heal from things that we have put ourselves through things that others have put through, uh, put us through, you know, so it's consistently healing. But I think that as an adult, you know, when we get back to ourselves, right, the, the childlike self that we all have, and we all are, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, when it comes, when you talk about childlike, people assume childish, right? And childlike and childish are two different things. Childlike, it is childlike for us to feel like um, love one, love all. It's it's very like, you know, when we were in kindergarten and first grade, you know, you have all these friends and you just want to have fun and you just want to play. And you just want to get along with everybody. Those childlike tendencies are also the adult tendencies we still need. Um, I think in our adult life, people are very judgmental about your age being, um, your materials at the age that you are, like things that don't matter, things that really do not matter. Like sometimes I wish that people didn't um, put their worth so much into materials so that they could actually be loved correctly. Because, you know, when you put all your worth in your materials and what you have and, oh, I'm a boss because I got this, I'm a boss because I got that, I'm a boss because I got this. But then when you ask people, okay, what about the real things that you have? Do you have, do you have people that love you for you? Do you have, um, do you have a great support system? Do you have that fall system? Do you have somebody that you can cry to, somebody that understands you? Do you have actual people in your life that if you didn't have any of that would still rock with you how they rock with you right now? These are questions that, again, bring us back to childhood, you know, and I think that for me, I was like, you know, at 15, yes, a lot of things definitely did not, uh, I did not necessarily heal from. I think that even when I like felt like I was healing from my depression and my anxiety, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in a healed space. I'm better. Things would still trigger me. And I'm like, well, why am I being triggered if I'm healed? And because I realized I was going like layer by layer by layer by layer by layer, not realizing I needed to get to the root because the reason why there's layers to the healing and the reason why there's layers to the um, the traumatic experiences is because we pile them up, you know, but we didn't know, you know, nobody knows you have to, you, in order for you to know yourself, you have to keep learning. Every day is a learning experience about yourself. Every day you will learn something new about yourself. If you allow yourself to be taught now, I used to run through life again before I realized how old my inner child 
is I realized that I was running through life still like I was 15, making friends like I'm 15. Uh, And like I said, at 15, I was not a very great version of myself. That part of myself definitely needed a lot of healing that I was only able to do now, only because the environment I was in, the people I surrounded myself around, the things I told myself, which is important. Like, I really, like, when I bounce ideas or I bounce conversations off of my um, support group and we're talking and stuff, I'm like, okay, well, this sounds like this, this sounds like that, this plugs into this. And it really, 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 really made sense as to why it takes what we assume takes so long to heal, why it happens when it happens. Like everything takes time. And I really hope that, you know, I don't even want to say one day. I just hope that, you know, this, I just hope that my community can come together a lot quicker and a lot faster because that's what we need. We need the love back. We don't need, we don't need, uh, like, we don't need all these false things to become like our higher self. Like, I think it takes the childlike things, love, happiness, um, laughter, like the right people. Like, you know, when as a child, when you pick your friends, you're not picking your friends for what we would pick our friends for in our, in our adult life. You know, like I even, um, was in a conversation with someone and they were saying, Oh, my friends are like five, six years younger than me, or maybe like four or five years younger than me. Um, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, that means that you have friends that are just younger than you. I'm not understanding what the question is. And so when she elaborated, I was like, oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. So you think that if you hang, you think that you can't be around people or hang around or share the same spaces with people that are your age. Um, So you think that you share better spaces with people that are younger than you. So I think that also comes from healing as well, because trauma bonding is very, very real. And there's certain, like, this is why I was getting in touch with the age, the, um, of things because you can be making friends with people younger than you because those are those are places or that was that was an age that you wished or wanted or something about that you probably either were not happy with so you want to relive it through somebody else or you um you just you're still functioning from that age like yeah still like 23 24 woo having fun and living life and that's not a problem. Like, I think it's when people like want you to be serious all the time, life is serious enough. And there is, there is a time and a place for everything. I just think that because we have seen people live to be a hundred from what we know, we've seen people live to the age, which is again, just the number of things. That is why we think we don't have all the time in the world. But if you take age out of it and understand that everything is day to day, that this world is day to day, you are day to day as well. That spirit is forever for sure. But you being day to day as well is like, you really don't know. So when I say 
there's a time and a place to be serious. Yes, be serious about your goals. Be serious about your boundaries. Be serious about your worth. Be serious about your confidence. Be serious about your self-perseverance. Be serious about the things that matter to you. Yes. But live, laugh, love, find the space for it and make the time for it. Like, honestly, I can say, because I've been doing a lot of self uh perseverance. I said that wrong earlier. I just realized that. (laughs) Um, I have been very, very quiet because one thing I learned with talking a lot is some messages are for you. And if you give them out to people, you lose it. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like I've said a lot of profound things to people and no, they needed to hear it at the time. Okay. Time is the essence as well. But the difference between giving somebody a message and giving somebody, giving somebody your message and giving somebody advice is if you know that somebody is going through something that you are actually going through, that you're probably not ready to talk about, or you are kind of freaking like shocked that somebody else is going through that. And you're like, damn, is you know, is my story on my skin? You know what I'm saying? Could somebody tell that I'm going to this? So you wonder like why a person was dropped into your life and not dropped, I'm sorry, was placed into your life at that time. But one thing I learned is that like when it comes to the messages that we have for ourselves, you know when you got to take your own advice. You know, like you know that, okay, that sounded so good that I needed to hear that. So when I give advice to people or when people ask me for advice, I just tell them like, you know, I'm talking to myself when I'm talking to you because I, just because I handle things well does not mean that I'm not going through anything. And that I think was what, that's what I noticed at 15, that being a people pleaser, wanting everyone to be happy to the point where people would tell me that's not real. People being happy and people being like loving and jolly and holding hands and unifying, that's not real. And I don't believe that. I believe that that's real because anything that I watched when I was younger, I used to always watch family orientated things. Not because I came from a dysfunctional family or I didn't have my parents growing up. Like my mom and dad were never in my life. Like my mom and I were okay now, but she she didn't raise me. So my thing is, I always watch family orientated things because I felt like the dysfunctional family was not real. I feel like the dysfunctional family is a family full of unhealed people starting from where the family even originated from. But the thing is, even when it comes to, oops, sorry, even when it comes to our ancestors and it comes to our angels and it comes to um, the people that we love that have passed on, The thing about it is when I say the healing hasn't been done, that's not a jab. That's not, oh, they should have did it. No. How are you going to know? You know, you're not going to know how to heal until you start healing. And sometimes we can heal. And then once we did enough healing, it's your time to go. And that's what I think about life. I think that we are here to do the healing of of this world, bring our communities together, and love one another. And I don't think that that's a far-fetched thing. I don't think that that's something that cannot happen. And, you know, that is why I think that's where 
I always thought the life was like a fairy tale. So I didn't take shit seriously at that time. That's what I was going to say. I didn't take shit seriously <laughs> because I thought that life was a fairy tale. Till I got into life and I realized that this world will make you ugly. Oh my gosh. That's why healing is important because a lot of good people are under bullshit. A lot of good people are under bullshit. Like the bullshit ways, the bullshit behaviors, the negative traits, the toxic characteristics, all that shit that they let their life experiences do to them. They're still good people, but you're not going to know that they're good people because they carry a lot of bullshit. So it's like, find the age that your inner child is. Find ways to heal. Talk to people. Surround yourself with people that are doing the healing. Get a therapist. I, I recommend highly therapy. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I was against it at 15. So backstory to that. When I was 15, I started going to therapy and I didn't like my therapist because I felt like the condescending talking she was doing was getting on my nerves. Like, because at 15, I was just rebellious. I was just unhealed. I was full of like anger and I had a lot of like mom, dad issues. And they were loud as hell at 15, okay? I mean, loud. Like, girl, what are you doing listening to Boozy? But nonetheless, <laughs> but nonetheless. Um, oh, and I also played The Sims and I also made like big ass families and rich ass people on The Sims. All my Sims are rich. So that's why I'm not surprised that um, I'm rich. But nonetheless, <laughs> I said that to say, <laughs> I said that to say, um, when I first got into therapy at 15, I did not like it. I regretted it. I started telling people, don't go to therapy. And I realized, shout out to Imani Cohen, AKA our hood healer. I'll say my hood healer. Y'all can say the hood healer, but she definitely put me in a very good space to where I even wanted to start healing, to where I even wanted to get to know myself. And I even wanted to like tell others like stories to where they could heal too and they could feel the same and they can feel like it's not just them. Um, but I said that to say, um, I was telling people, don't go to, don't go to therapy. Don't do that. Um, it's this, it's that, you know, I did have a negative, I did have a trauma, a traumatic thing happen with my therapist and I, which definitely made me like hate the world. Like I was, I hated the world. I hated people. And so that's why I say like the healing is important because Imani said today, well, yes, yes, I've seen it on her story today. She said that, you know, you're, it's human to change your mind. It's human to have once said something and then later on you can change your mind. You can say something different. You're allowed to do that because you're human. And it's true. It's true because that's one thing I, I would get at the top of freaking the Grand Canyon to yell okay, is that you have to know how important it is to be okay with changing your mind. You're going to change your mind. You have to. Like You have change is inevitable. It's in everything. It's in your diet. It's in the way you think. It's in what you do. It's in how you do it. It's everywhere. Okay. It's everywhere. So it's important that 
we get up off our own backs, okay? And get up off get up off other people's backs that want to change their mind. Cuz you know what? Y'all want to throw y'all throw and this is a sidebar. Y'all throw a lot of words on other people and a lot of thing flaws on people that are not flaws. Being indecisive, it's only annoying to people who are indecisive too. Because a person that makes up their mind and isn't decisive isn't bothered by some of this indecisive. They're like, oh, "Okay, I get it because, hey, I'm, I'm indecisive in some things. But a person that's indecisive and acts like they're not are the ones that are irritated with people that are indecisive because they're like, oh, my God, you're indecisive and loud about it. At least when I'm indecisive, I, like, hide it. Like, I don't understand. Like, better, we could be better people if we stopped judging people for the things that they do that we either once did and or still do and are just not as loud about it. Oh, my God, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to be yourself. Find out who you are and continue to find out who you are. Stop comparing yourself to other people. You're not them. That's the best part of you. That's your best attribute is that you're not anyone else. No one is you. Nobody thinks like you. Nobody looks like you. Nobody is you. You're you. You should love that. And as you heal, you will start loving yourself more. You'll stop thinking that you need to look like this to be like that, to get this, to get that. Everybody's life is not the same. And if you think about how society wanted us to be the same, go to school, get a job, get a career, have a retirement plan, get a 401k, start a family, get a picket fence, get a house, travel the world, do all that, but you can only do it one way, right? And everybody thought that way worked. And now we got a lot of unhappy older people that are retired and don't know what to do. Now they're bored because they even did everything. And now they're like, mm, I'm going to just sit and wait and sit and wait and sit and wait. Like, no, no, no. What works for you works for you. And you know, it's going to work for you because of how you feel when it's going on. If you wake up in the morning and you tell yourself, oh my God, I got to go to work. You're at the wrong place. Why are you working there if you don't want to be there? And please, Please stop saying that. Goddamn. Well, I need the money. The money. Where am I going to get the money? Money is everywhere. And I don't know why I be. I almost did what I said. Don't do. Okay. Let me take that back. Money is everywhere and you can make money anywhere. You are what money is chasing. That should be your affirmation. Money chases me. I'm not chasing money, right? You shouldn't be afraid to go get it somewhere else. Because when you get stuck in one place, I got to work here. I got to get this has this, this has that, this has this, this has that. Okay, then years from now where you got complacent, you got stagnant, you got stuck. And now you can't change your mind because you've been at this place for so long that you got to rule it all out. You got to finish it all out. And by that time, you're going to look back at life and say, I could have did this. I could have did that. I could have did this, but I was here. <laughs> Who wants to do that? And because we don't know, I'm not saying live, I'm not saying live feeble-minded where you're like, oh my God, well, I'm just going to live every hour of the day. That is still true, but have some hope, have, have, have hope in God, have hope in yourself. Okay. To know that you have a lot more time, but with that though, I'm not saying be out here bullshitting, you know, when you like y'all know when y'all bullshitting. Cause you know, when people listen to me talk, they want me to elaborate a lot. And the only reason why y'all want me to elaborate is because you know that you be bullshitting. Stop bullshitting. Okay. Stop bullshitting. Do what you got to do. Do what you can and love what you're doing. When you wake up in the morning, you should be stretching, moving your body, getting, getting all your chakras balanced. Hello. Doing what's necessary for you, taking care of you. 
And then you say, I get to do this, I get to do that, I get to do this because you deserve to do these things. But once we start looking at things as a burden, that's not fun. Like I stopped saying that my car, that I, I stopped saying I got a car note. I'm like, oh, I got a car. And um, I'd be sprinkling this on it every month. <laughs> uh, that way, it's like, to me, that's not a bill. I can love my car, can take care of my car, my car takes care of me. Like, when, even when we say with rent, like, oh my God, I got to pay rent again. Like, oh no, I get to put money into my house because my house, I, I bring money into my house. So I get to put money into it. You know, like it's how we say things so that we can love things better, like and love ourselves better. Like if we can look at a dog and be like, oh, my God, that puppy is so cute. And then look at the owner and be like, ew, you're probably duh. like what? No, 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 no. If we look at people the way we look at our animals and then we look at babies and we look at things that we care about, then we can get to a place where we're not this barter system can be ran a lot better. OK, because y'all canceling people out for things that don't matter. Let me tell you something. If you die today and all the money you had saved and all the money you put here and all the money you put there and all the money you put here and there and there, right? You die today. Where do y'all think that money go? Where y'all think that Gucci finna go? That Prada, the Louis, the the Blasi and Yagas. I'll never say that right. The motherfucking uh, Alexander McQueen. And don't get me wrong, Alexander McQueen. <laughs> Shout out to the shoes. Hello. But nonetheless, like all these things go back to wherever you got them from. Also, when people tell you what to do with your money, baby, let me tell you what they would do with your money if you died. Okay, the opposite. <laughs> the opposite. They're not using your money to pay a damn bill, let alone anything you kept up. Hmm. Okay, you're going to be in heaven looking down, talking about something. Bitch, did you use my $10 for some hot Cheetos? Wow. Wow. That $10, I would have split that 10 up, gave five to this person and spent five on me. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So the thing about it is, y'all, to love your life is to be in the present exact moment of what your life is right now. If you think you need a bunch of more shit than what you have right now, you are lacking appreciation. Look around. And look at all the stuff that you have. And you can say, okay, I'm happy that I have this. I'm happy that I have that. Because when you go outside and you see the real world and you see people that don't have what you have, you got to still be able to love those people too. That's why when I see people that are outside that people will call transients, right? When I see them outside and I know they need food, boom. You need some money, boom. And And I'll pray for them because... Y'all got to understand the, the there's so many different worlds in one. Everybody's living a different life. We might be going through things that are similar, but everybody's living a different life. Nobody was raised the same. You know what I'm saying? And especially in my community, we have similar things that we were raised on, that we know, that we go through. However... Everybody lives in different worlds because of their principles, their value systems, their beliefs, their morals. You know what I'm saying? And so when it comes to that, I think when you shake off, you know, your own insecurities, you can see the beauty in others and yourself. Because when y'all take, when y'all take the beauty standards away, do y'all understand that you're beautiful, period? 
You don't got to look like that girl to be cute. Who said that? Somebody that thinks that those type of girls are cute. Of course, you're not going to be cute to them. They have a type. But when you guys take that type away, there's a, there will be a lot less <laughs> broken hearts out here. Okay. A lot less cheating because y'all can't ever be happy with y'all, with y'all got. Y'all always need some more. Why you need some more? Why you need some more if you mishandling what you got? We got to make it make sense. Okay. So yes, I just wanted to say that to say this, y'all. Let's heal. Let's love. Let's be real. And you know, I even have episodes where some one minute I'm saying this, one minute I'm saying that. I will address this too, though. When I be saying niggas, and then I talk about my black men, it is separate. Just saying. I still love black men. I could talk about niggas and still love my niggas. That's what I'm saying. Like, not my niggas, like, personally, but I'm saying, like, my niggas in my community. I could still love niggas. I still love black people, black women, black men, black kids, all that. I could still love all that and say that and speak on it because it's in my community. So I just wanted to address that because I did have someone ask me, like, how do you talk about black men and then niggas? And it's like, girl, it's not that deep. Okay, when I get in here and get a cackle and I'm talking about niggas and relationships, that's for the girls. That's for us. That's for when we get in there and we just want to have a ratchet conversation. But actually talking to me, I'm very intelligent. So when you talk to me, you can't lack substance. That's all I'm saying. I'm not judgmental, but I do judge by the company you keep. Meaning, if you keep around a bunch of people that are just unhealed, traumatic, drama-filled, and you saying, but I just want to heal them, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I believe you're just as, as, as unhealed as them and y'all need some healing. And then y'all need somebody needs to go find it so that the other person can find it since y'all do follow the leader. Hello? That's what I'm saying. But other than that, I'm very intelligent and um, I have very, very um, influential conversations when I speak to people, okay? So I just wanted to say that. Yes, I get up in here and get a cackle in. I will laugh. That's one thing I am going to do. Okay, um, I am going to laugh either if I said the joke or I heard the joke. But again, let's heal y'all. Let's get back to real love. Let's get back to real community building. Let's get back to just being the people that we know we're really, we really are. If you're going to take some layers out, start taking the layers of what this world did to you. Start healing those. So that you could realize that before you let the world in, you was of it. You wasn't in it. So where there's love, let there be light.